Welcome to Next Wealth Insights. My name is Heather Hopkins. I'm the founder and managing director of Next Wealth, and I'm delighted to welcome you back to season two of Next Wealth Insights, our podcast. But I'm even more excited to welcome my co-host, Emma Napier. Hi, Heather. I am even more excited um, to be here. I can't wait to start working with you and the team at Next Wealth. We've got some big plans. So for those of you who haven't heard, Emma has joined us to be our consulting director at Next Wealth to help us draw out some of the answers to the questions that we help organizations to ask. We celebrated our five-year anniversary a couple of months ago, and in thinking about how we wanted to develop the business over the next five years, we thought it made sense to help firms with what they're asking us to do, which is helping them to answer some of the questions that our research asks. Hence, Emma joining the business after a fantastic career at Bravura, True Potential, Platform, and also working in a financial advice business. I think I had definitely underestimated just how exciting this opportunity is, certainly for me. I've always felt that I am one of those people that is a good interpreter of many things in financial services. Some may say that I've got a lot to say, um, but actually that's just um, pure passion in financial services and, and what we do. So working with you, Heather, and we've spoken about it for such a long time, um, but working with you and your team, I feel that um, I can really add some value to not just your clients, but actually start to articulate some of that research that, that you bring to the industry and articulate that with people and institutions across all areas of financial services from the from the advisor community right the way through to the manufacturers and, and fund managers and everyone in between just what it means to be able to pick up those insights and really make some changes so I am super super excited. Fantastic um, so yeah we're sitting here today in our office in central London looking out at Royal Exchange and the Bank of England steeped in the center of financial services in the UK. And as a business, what we try to do is help firms to innovate and thrive amid disruption. And there's certainly plenty of disruption. And you know, if we think about the, the themes that we've been looking at, so financial advice, um, specifically business models, investment propositions, and tech, um, there's a lot happening. And just for listeners, what we're planning to do in this podcast is share our thoughts on the sessions from Next Wealth Live. So we'll have a series of podcasts that will present the talks that were delivered at Next Wealth Live in March. And then Emma and I will unpick those to share some of the things that we thought were interesting from those presentations, but also provide some thoughts about how things have moved on or might move on for the rest of the year. You know, one of the themes that we look at um, at Next Wealth and we're going to be looking at is digitization within financial advice and platforms have played a really important role in that and will continue to. And I'd, I'd be really interested to hear some of your thoughts, Emma, around you know, digitization of financial advice and the infrastructure that support financial advice businesses. I'm a massive, massive advocate of the digitalization, but digitalization in the right way and be able to roll my sleeves up and get back, and I say back, into the uh, world of advisors, um, which I feel I can, I can really do within this opportunity that we're going to be doing at Next Wealth. 
I can really understand those different models and question the why, I think, um, to be able to ask a small firm versus a medium-sized firm versus a large firm, those big consolidators, what are you doing that's different? How have you transitioned yourself over the last five years? Um, did you want to do that? Was it a necessary thing to do? What was it like along the way? And, and what improvements have you made? Because I think ultimately the most important thing is, you know, at what stage are we going to start seeing that come through to the end consumer? And I'd love to be able to understand across all areas of financial advice just how that's happening or not? Is it that there's more complexity? Is the technology costing more? Does it take longer? Um, And will we ever get there? Um, There is so much we can do um, to start unpicking that. So as far as digitalization is concerned, we've seen a lot of it, and everyone talks about it, but in what respect and, and what difference has it made? So I'd really like to start, as you said, Heather, unpicking all of those insights that that we gather from an industry perspective and, and put that to the test. I think that, that theme of, of digitization is so interesting. And even you know, just before we came into this room, we went and grabbed a coffee together. And I was about to push the button on the machine to get a coffee from the machine and notice that our barista at WeWork was standing behind her counter. And I quickly hit cancel so we could get the coffee made by the human because there's, you know, it's trying to figure out what's that role of a human and what's the role of a machine and how do those work together looking forward. And it's, it's really exciting. And, and lots to change anyway. We both opted for the human-made coffee, and I, I hope you enjoyed yours. <laughs> we did, but we, we, I also have to say that um, part of my day today has been setting up my new technology and being able to use a Mac again has excited me beyond belief, but half of it was done automatically because Apple just do that sort of stuff really well. But then I needed a human in Mark to be able to help me navigate the the bits and pieces that I didn't understand that the technology was giving me. So, you know, even today, we've put that into play a couple of times. Absolutely, absolutely. Another theme that we've been looking at is the investment solution that advisors use as part of their proposition. And it was interesting, I was speaking to an advisor last week who said, it's not that it's the byproduct of the conversation with the client, but it's the thing that's decided at the end, and it's still really, really important, but it's not where the journey begins for financial planning, but it is something that's looked at on an annual basis and becomes a really important part of that client proposition. And we've seen a huge change over the last five years. We've been charting the growth of discretionary MPS. Um, In our latest report, I think there's going to be 40 firms profiled, but there's hundreds out there. It's just incredible and the choice that exists for advisors. Um, But some of the challenges of being able to manage those portfolios because of the proliferation of the different providers, different advice firms getting discretionary permissions, um, and the rise of tailored models so that one DFM might be running hundreds of different models. Um, So lots and lots of challenges, I think, for advisors to navigate figuring out what's the best solution for my customer to deliver that optimum outcome, but also what's the best for my business to help me be, you know, have a, have a good business, but also really difficult for some of the infrastructure providers like platforms and others to support that. And I also question or, or ask myself, where does it start? Have we got like a chicken and egg situation here? Do the DFMs or the fund managers think about those differentiations first of all? 
Or is it the advisors that say, actually, there's far too many, or there's not enough funds, and we would like this? You know, where does it start, and where does it then link back to the end customer, um, and how that end customer um, appreciates or understands exactly what they're buying, even if it is at the end of a process? You know, what's the important bit, and who's making the first moves, and why are they making those moves? Fascinating, and so much more change to come. Emma, delighted to have you as part of the team at Next Wealth, and for anyone who'd like to get in touch with Emma, her email address is Emma at nextwealth.co.uk. How exciting! <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Great. And we'll be back next week sharing uh, talks from Next Wealth Live. So looking forward to that. Look forward to it. Thanks, Heather. Thank you.